Weeks after the midterm elections in the United States, we found out that thousands of mailed ballots in Florida just weren't counted. Period. Also, the CDC is warning us against eating raw cookie dough and spoiling fun for everyone out there. Plus, some college men are looking to up their feminist game by banning porn from a campus. We'll talk about those in a bit, but not up front because those three stories, while pretty big, not big enough for top 10 material, as said by you. So what stories are in the top 10 this week? We'll find out in mere moments on the wrap-up show right here from This Conversation with me, Jake Levin Payne. This is for the week ending December the 15th, 2018. And welcome to the show. I'm Jay Kavimpane, your host for The Wrap-Up Show here from ThisIsTheConversation.com, the home of some of the best conversations around there because it's all about what's going on in the world of news and not just what's stuck in the mainstream media's chirons all day. Whether you're on the left side, the right side, or somewhere in the middle, you know that the guys who run the big networks run the news they want to put on there. So there's more news out there, more things happening around the world, and we get you a chance to talk to it with us and with yourselves as well to get the big scene on what the real conversations are going on. So we post links from all sorts of news sites, some of them more reputable than others. Most of them pretty reputable, actually, but some of them a little skatey, sh- little shady, just to be honest. And we let you tell us how you think about them. You respond to them in social media, on Twitter and Facebook, by liking, loving, hating, sharing, replying to the stories. And the more responses they get, the higher you go in the countdown. We give you the countdown from 10 to 1, the top stories of the week. And then we will give you uh, the almost irrelevant story of the week, the very last one basically posted before we put this thing in. 116 this week, by the way. And we'll go to the ones that almost made it in and kind of why we think they didn't sometimes. That's number 11. 11 through 15. We call that rounding out the numbers. And you can be a part of this show by simply following us on Facebook and Twitter. Follow us on Instagram as well, but you can't really vote there. Your reactions to the stories on Twitter at TH underscore uh, conversation. That's TH underscore conversation, if I can say that properly. And on Facebook, look for This is the Conversation. And make sure that you set us up so that we are default in your feed. We are getting into your eyeballs, if you will. And as the stories come across us and we put them in the feed, you get a chance to react to them as well. Just a quick reaction is all we need. And the more reaction we get to certain stories, as we say, the higher they go in the polls. We've been streamlining the show a little bit. Now we're backing away and stretching out slightly. Uh, so we're still going to just read the headlines. Not going to get too deep into the stories. And I'll try to keep commentary light for the most part. But we're still time crunch getting the job done. So we're going to make sure we just get the job done. So without further ado, we're going to get ahead to the first story of the day which is technically the 10th story of the day. Starting off with story number 10 for this week, it is a doozy. Irish woman who married ghost of 300-year-old pirate says they have split up. That story posted on Sunday, December the 9th. Uh, pretty big response quickly on that one. It goes pretty high from there. So a lady who said she married a 300-year-old ghost, a pirate ghost, if you will, says the relationship didn't, just didn't quite work out, and now they are no longer together. But who's going to prove her wrong? Let's move to the nine story quickly on this one. This one gets a bumpy response of 0.75% in the interaction between the number 10 story and nine story. That made more people interacted with it, of course. Here is the very long bait click clickbaity headline. They knew the 93-year-old neighbor's routine. They run over to her house when she leaves home, and it creates headlines. 
Those headlines are the fact that when she left home, the 93-year-old lady was having some issues uh, cutting her grass, getting her yard done, and doing it by herself. So when she went to do her daily walks and take care of stuff, uh, two men came over and started doing her yard, would not take any money for it, and have been doing it for quite some time. We got this story from JesusDaily.com. A bumper response that said a 0.75%. Tuesday, December the 11th is the day we posted this one. Let's move ahead to the eight story this week. Shoppers Drug Mart guaranteed license to sell medical marijuana online. Shoppers Drug Mart is a grocery store chain or a drugstore chain in Canada, so they can do that. It's basically all legal up there. We posted this on Saturday, December the 8th. It got a bump response from the nine story of 10.45%. Headline in the number seven spot this week is this. University of Richmond football player Augustus Gus Lee dies at age 20. Uh, Wednesday, December 12th, the day we posted that, bump in response of 4.73% from the other story. This is a sad story, and some of these stories going forward get even sadder. Uh, a football player, a young player, 20-year-old, dies in college. Uh, basically a beloved kid, from what we can tell. Uh, our hearts and prayers and thoughts go out to the school and the family of Gus Lee. Also, hearts and prayers and thoughts going out to the TV family and the actual live family to Jessica Starr. Uh, headline number six is this. Fox 2 Detroit meteorologist Jessica Starr takes her own life Thursday, December 13th, the day we posted that one. This, by the way, our top-rated Twitter story. I think it's a bumper response, total response from the seventh story of 5.16%. A quick details in this one. A meteorologist from Detroit, Fox 2 in Detroit, uh, recently had LASIK surgery and was having some complications and apparently other things going on. And from that, whatever happened, the despair was just too much. And we got the news early yesterday as we taped this uh, of her death. So our thoughts, prayers, and all sympathies going out to the TV family and the actual family for Jessica Starr. Let's move on to number five story with a very interesting, interesting twist on this one. Eamon Bundy quits militia movement, defends migrant caravan. Saturday, December the 8th is this one's posting. Uh, 6.13% jump on this one. Very quickly into Eamon Bundy, of course, big guy, big time into the militia movement. But uh, it's basically saying that militia movement has been overtaken, essentially, by the Trump administration and used to in nefarious terms. Even though militias are all about freedom, per se, in the freedom in their, some cases to take over places that they don't have a chance to, Eamon Bundy stood up for the caravan saying these people are leaving bad situations to go get someplace better. Maybe he doesn't want the entire bulk of the caravan here in the States, but their goal is worthy and noble. And just the fact of the fight against them because they're different is the wrong thing. You may think that Eamon Bundy is not the right guy to send that message, but guess what? He's sending that message, and of course, some of his ex-militia buddies aren't so happy about that. Moving to number four story for this week, Wilfred DeFore, 100-year-old Tuskegee Airman, dies Saturday, December the 8th on that one. Bump response of 5.20% on that. Now, we are losing our, our old-time veterans, at least not our old folks in general, the greatest generation that they're called. And a lot of people that are truly history, like the Tuskegee Airmen or anyone who fought in one of the foreign older wars, uh, we're losing them because this guy was 100 years old and it was probably he was probably was in fairly bad health. We knew he was beloved in his community. And of course I've was in the air force station near Tuskegee. Those guys love, those guys are loved there in Tuskegee and around Alabama. So trust me, he had plenty of love in his life. We're sad that a hero is gone. Now we'll Wilfred DeFore, 
100-year-old Tzatziki Airman died this week. Another very sad story, another death. Power crew member dead after accident on location. Stars series shut down. Monday, December 10th, the posting on this one, 29.12% bump in response from the four-story in that one. A crew member of the Power team, the TV show Power on Stars, uh, died on set in the accident, uh, and this whole the whole show shut down, and I believe it's still shut down if, you know, a week later after that we will see when they go back to production what they do to finish things up but this is a very sad thing when someone on set has an accident that that dies so thoughts prayers we're doing a lot of that this week we're going out to the folks on the set of power and the family of the crew member who died in the accident let's move to the number two story and talk about uh, what happens when um, the money gets better We'll see in Spain as Spain's minimum wage is going to jump 22% in the new year. Wednesday, December the 12th, is that one 57.87% bump in response from the three-story. Now, we had an interesting year here in the States where our minimum wage essentially has gone up in most cases to about $15 an hour, making it a quote-unquote living wage. Now, making $15 an hour isn't exactly balling at the moment, but if you're a person who is trying to raise a family on a job that's paying minimum wage, you probably need more money. At the same time, if you're working minimum wage jobs, you're probably not working a job that's got much security in it. And that's what we're finding in a lot of cases here in the States. As the minimum wages are going up in some cases, uh, the ways to automate the systems and eliminate some people are going up as well. Automation is a good thing. Automation as a way to just get rid of people, not so great. So the big debate here in the States is the kiosks that you see in McDonald's. McDonald's are doing a lot of walk-up kiosk ordering and doing things like that. I think it's kind of awesome. However, if there's less people to take your order, they need less people in the stores. And so McDonald's doesn't need to hire as many people to do the management of talking to people. They do the kiosk and a few people, managers or whatnot, can deal with any issues and go from there. We'll see if Spain raising their minimum wage up by 22% this year. They have a tendency of raising it uh, fairly frequently and um, fairly significantly. We'll see how that happens with their economy over there. Spain, not the most thriving economy at the moment. So we'll see what happens with that one. And the number one story this week in ridicule uh, may actually be uh, may actually be needed for this one. This story gets a bumper response of 34.5% from uh, the number two story. From the 10 story, which was Irish woman who married the ghost of 300-year-old pirate, saying they broke up. That one gets a bump response of 275%. And from our almost relevant story this week, listed as 112, I said 116 earlier, 112, 6,100. 37%. What story got so much attention? Won't say love. Attention this week that it made the top of the list. Here's the headline. Principal bands Candy Canes says J-Shape stands for Jesus. Yes, she said that. And, of course, that principal was put on leave because she said that. Yes, a school principal decided that the J-Shape of a candy cane, not because it was shaped like a cane, but because it's a J-shaped like Jesus, is banned because, you know, Jesus is sort of not allowed on campuses. Which you can say yeah or nay for, but candy canes have very little to do with Jesus, and, well, there you go. Uh, she, of course, got a bit of a suspension time, a little talking to, and is back to not bothering kids and candy and 
Christmas and whatever. So uh, she's done with that for the time being. And I'm done with this for the time being as well, because that's the top 10 list for this past week for the week ending December the 15th, 2018. You can have your say just like you did for that one. Oh, yeah, that was a top Facebook story of the week. Simply follow us on social media on Twitter at TH underscore conversation. Facebook, look for This is the Conversation. And as the stories pop up in your feed, like them, love them, hate them, share them, do what you can to interact with them. The more interactions, just like the Candy Cane story, the bigger it gets and the higher it moves up. Coming up in just a bit, we're going to talk about the almost relevant story of the week, 112 of the week. Also, we'll tell you what didn't quite make it in and what we think why not, the rounding out the top 15. And let's do it. Shout outs coming back again in just a bit for the wrap up show from this is the conversation dot com with me, Jay Cleveland Payne for the week ending December the 15th, 2018. I want to take a quick moment to say thank you. This has been an ordeal taking care of this business, taking care of all the stuff that's involved in it, and and taking care of a lot of life issues as well. This time last year, I was dealing with my wife going through her breast cancer ordeal. Uh, That's all done, although you're cancer-free, you're in remission, and you still have to worry about it, but she's free and clear for the moment, and just general life issues that I have to do on my own. And you guys stuck with me through all the thick and thin and the disappearance of the podcast and of some of the work online. And when it came back, you responded in gangbusters. You just were just happy to see it back and were happy to give me the comments that I needed to improve a couple things quickly. So we're going to keep doing what we can to improve this podcast, to improve the website, to improve the experience and bring in the grander look and feel that I wanted for This Is A Conversation originally before a few pivots to make things work out. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Something I used to do at the end of every single podcast was to thank people for like 15 times for like a minute and a half. I'm not going to go back that drastic, but I'm just going to take a moment to thank you so much for being a part of the conversation. No matter where you are, no matter how deep you're into it, you're keeping up what's going on and you're keeping up what's going on with me, which is the really good thing. Keeping up what's going on with the host of things is really good because most of us doing this thing are doing it. If not completely independently, we're not doing it with, with large financial backing. And that's something true for me my media, and my things going on. One thing you can do for me is check out another website that I've mentioned before, More Better Media, which right now is a bit of a shambles, and it's been for a while. More Better Media is going to be where we're going to house the grander vision of the media empire that I had in my mind originally. And essentially all the podcasts I'm creating, including quick informational podcasts, will be housed at that place. You can listen for more podcasts, more me, if you will. And if you want to help out the big cause or want to use some of those informational things, you can reach out to us at that website there. It's morebettermedia.com, morebettermedia.com, morebettermedia.com for hopefully more better media to you. And once again, for supporting this and some of my other issues, just thank you. Thank you. Not back to full strength, but trying to do the best to do a full show, and that means doing some more thanking for you. 
via the shout out. Shout out starting off on Twitter. Some people who chimed in this week, including Sea of Blush, Belinda Wilson, of course, AARP Goddess, one of our usual suspects there, Maggie Russell, and Scott McGlynn as well. Going to the Facebook shout outs, more usual suspects include Daniel Williams and Rebecca Davis. Some newer folks, Barnell Black, Cat Troop, Anthony Sutter, and Aaron Lewis Jones Jr. Aaron Lewis Jones Jr. Thank you so much for you guys and more for being a part of the conversation, contributing to what's going on and liking, loving, sharing things inside of the websites and the social media. You help this thing go along. You help me keep this thing going. Thank you so much. Let's talk about very quickly the almost relevant story for this week listed at 112. We are slowly getting back up to sort of full strength in our posting. And 112 is a pretty steady diet of posting for this week based on all the things that are going on in the world and in the life. Uh, this one posted, as we recorded this morning, Friday, December the 14th, very little response, as you expect, because it came out so early. It's in the day and late-ish in the, the window that we had to count for. Headline is, Betsy DeVos will cancel $150 million in student debt. This is due to a lawsuit that um, essentially the, the education department has had to deal with on how they're handling student aid and funding that way. To make this thing work out so well, or better for some folks, some people are getting that debt canceled. Now, the details I don't have here in front of me, but this was a very, very recent addition to the news cycle. So we'll have more issues with that. I know my couple hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt would be nice if some of it went away. We'll see how it goes. Chances are I won't be that lucky. Let's go ahead and round out the top 15 stories that didn't quite make it into the top 10. Uh, number 11 story, pregnant Mishawa High School cheerleader killed, body found in dumpster, football player arrested. Uh, so apologies for butchering the butchering the um, the name of the high school. And this is coming out of Chicago area. Chicago CBS's local station had that story there where a missing teenager was found uh, in, in a dumpster. Uh, this is one of many missing persons found dead this week, oddly enough. Um, if I have this story straight, the teenager um, was too late in term to get an abortion, and the football player had a problem with that, and the girl was found dead. Uh, unfortunately, we had, like I said, one or two issues with this this week, including someone found in a car somewhere uh, that had essentially the same sort of deal. Let's move on to the number 12 story this week. Woman dies from brain-eating amoeba after using neti pot with filtered tap water. Now, if you are a neti pot user, I'm not going to dissuade you from doing that. But essentially, uh, those things can get very, very dangerous. She essentially got the amoeba that was in the tap water, even though the tap water was filtered, as opposed to using filtered water bought from a bottle in the store. That's the best I can give you for any sort of warning on that one. Not a user of the neti pots. Can't say I'm a fan because I don't use them, but very popular in these these days, these times, and you know when people are trying to stay uncongested, if you will. Uh, so be wary of the use of things like neti pots and the proper water used. Number thirteen story: thousands of mailed ballots in Florida were not counted. I'm just gonna say that and walk away. As we said, the midterm elections were months ago or a month ago, about two, three weeks ago in, in real time. And we have a bunch of ballots that didn't even get counted. And Florida was always a mess. And I'm walking away. 
One I can't walk away from is the CDC warning against eating raw cookie dough. This is not a new thing. This is the new seasonal thing because people are making cookies in the Christmas season. A reminder, more or less. But people are going all bat nuts crazy for this one because cookie dough and eating cookie dough is eventually a rite of passage. However, you are eating raw materials, raw eggs mixed in with sugar and and milk and things like that, which can make you sick. It can make you sick. So the CDC is warning folks against the possibilities of infecting themselves with something because raw cookie dough is raw cookie dough. Number 15 story this week, a college campus where it's the story, the headline first, college men try to ban porn from campus saying pornography is prostitution. So where is this? The campus of Notre Dame. Notre Dame, uh, a band of college men are working to ban all pornography from the campus and the Wi-Fi, campus Wi-Fi, misread that, essentially making Wi-Fi access to X-rated sites illegal because it counts as pornography uh, or counts as prostitution. Uh, Basically, women mostly are prostituting themselves for that purpose. Uh, they are getting lots of grand response from ladies on campus and a lot of just kind of uh, just hand clapping in general from people in general. This can be a fairly big, daunting task. We'll see if it actually passes anything more than just a, fa- a flight of fancy, if that's even the right term there. But we'll see what goes along with that. But we won't see until much later because we're done with the show for this week. We've gone through 16 stories, the top 10 for the week, the one that almost didn't make much of a splash, and the ones that didn't quite make it into the top 10 range. That's 11 through 15, and that's all we're good for for this week. Thank you so much again for being along with us as we retool somewhere in the middle of what we had before. This is going to be a much shorter thing, and maybe at times allots us which is grammatically incorrect, we'll get back to getting some interviews out there. We hope to do that fairly soon. In the meantime, make sure you're helping us pick these stories because that's where the conversation is. And we have more conversations with you. If you go to our Facebook page, there's a link to the conversation group where there's more conversations inside that page. So you can chat things up there or just respond in in kind in the stories on the Facebook page because that works out just as well. This is the conversation on Facebook and, of course, TH underscore conversation on Facebook your Twitter. The main website, this is theconversation.com. Check it out. Visit our sponsors page and see if there's a good sponsor who can take great care of you so they can turn around and take some pretty good care of us in the meantime. And the big important thing is to check us out all the time. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you know what's coming up and you don't miss out on a podcast and share it with a couple of friends, a few enemies and a random stranger that pops by just grab their phone and subscribe for them and and just hand it back to them. They will thank you. Trust me. In the meantime, next week we'll have another batch of stories from a Friday to Friday and we'll tell you which ones you thought were the most conversational, not the ones stuck on the Chirons, but the ones that you actually like on this show, the wrap-up show every single week from this is a conversation 